endorsed in the end, and so far I've never endorsed any product in my entire life, apart from everything in the Tourette catalogue. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Wheel Nerds. This is episode 152. I'm Chuck. And I'm Todd. We're going to be talking about motorcycles. And I should have learned to play the guitar. I'm learning to play I should have learned to play them drums. I'm... What? What? Hmm. What? It would have been a much better, much better career. Did you want to make a band? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you learning to play a banjo? Yeah. How's that going? Not great. Mm. I don't understand. Banjos are loud as crap. Like, banjos have two, has multiple settings for noise. There's insanely loud, where you just play it. There is quite loud, where you put, like, a rag in it to quiet it down. And there is insanely loud in the basement, where hopefully the kids can't hear you, except it's still loud enough that they can hear you and it wakes them up. You know, that those three ratings, they apply as well to teenage hitchhikers. Really? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Funny. <laughs> so we did have a guest for tonight's show, but she went camping. Yep. So she'll be on in a couple of weeks. And she will talk to us about Bike Week, Daytona Bike Week. That's oh, where she is right now. Neat. Yeah. So that, she's still there, and that's why we don't have her here hmm. at the moment. For some reason, she thought going to someplace fun would be better than Wheel Nerds. <laughs> what? No. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Strangest thing, you know. I, do you want to go to a motorcycle event or do you want to be on a podcast with these two goobers? Clearly goobers. Mm, goobers are the clear answer. I mean, who would not say goobers? What? Goobers are very popular. Yes. So I've been riding the Buell. Yeah? Yeah. Good. No fire. No fire. It runs great. Yet. I've been wearing work. the uh, the tees with mm-hmm. the Helite vest. Yep. I, the tether's a little short for me. Oh, is it? You sure it's not the way the Buell attaches just because your frame is so freaking far away? That's the thing. I don't even have it attached to the frame. I've got it attached to the handlebars. Oh, those are even further away. Huh, that's I'd, tricky. Yeah, because mine's attached to my frame right in front of Because mine sits like right, like it comes up uh, kind of between my legs from under the seat. Mm-hmm. And that works great. Like it's perfect length. I was thinking of popping my seat off and... Yeah, I, something yeah do, that. do that. Get the seat off and get it to something under the seat. That works a lot better. Have you forgotten it? No. You haven't gotten off, tried to walk away? No. Hmm. Oh, oh, I haven't. Well, I've tried to walk away. You know, you get off and you go, boing. Oops, forgot that. Ka-chink. Have you forgotten to put it on? I've had, I've had, no. I've had two people at work, uh, bent like, I have 1250. Do you have 1250? I don't. Damn it, dude. They're like ready to live. Like, you can't just pull the cord, okay? It's like 25 bucks every time you pull the cord. <laughs> And they're like, both looking at their walls. Like, Damn it. Damn it. So, you know, apparently we need more demo cartridges. Those things are never ending crowd pleasers. You hear that, Helite? We need more. more. I, I'm thinking of updating the stutter switch uh, prank. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of hitting the stutter switch at the stoplight. <laughs> now, if, if, if you were on the Ural... That would work extremely well. Mm-hmm. The trouble is, is physics, because if you make 60 pounds of pulling force against me on my bike, mm-hmm. you're also exerting that against you on your bike. Which, you know, if either of us is in balance, could get bad really fast. That's true. <laughs> chunk, and I land on you. Have you seen these guns? Have you? These, these, uh, Are you referring to your arms uh, as guns? Welcome to the gun show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, we've all seen the we all seen the front, the beefy Chuck front picture. row seat to the gun show. <laughs> Let me punch your ticket for you. Junk. <laughs> Thanks. That's uh, yeah. Yeah, you can keep that. That's yeah. a souvenir. That'll be valuable someday. Chuck is officially fairly ripped. In case any of you hadn't picked up on that. <laughs> nah. But he's insufferable about it. <laughs> I, I am. All these doors in this house, I'm going to have to move. Oh, I muscle need, beaches. I'm on that way. Wider, wider doorways for the house. <laughs> oh. Oh, shirts with shirts with no arms. The jeans don't fit my thighs anymore. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> yes. I am having a problem with my work shirts. Mm-hmm. Not fitting my arms anymore. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yep. Duluth training time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello, Duluth training. I've had that pointed out at work. Yeah. I think. Like, you know your polo shirt there? Have you thought about getting one that fits? And you're like, what? 
Wait a minute, hold on. I'm just trying to picture you in a polo shirt. It seriously does not compute. Soak it all it in. just it isn't. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine you with like like or like with a pocket protect. I'm trying to imagine like Chuck in geek mode, and it just like I know you're a huge nerd. I just I can't imagine you in traditional geek garb. I think of you as per- permanently wearing like a jeans and a shirt t-shirt or whatever. I, I have some. I can yeah. show you, and they're That's tight it. around my arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, don't buy anything by Patagonia is my advice. But I am not. I'm not ripped. I yeah. hang out with guys who are ripped. That one, one of them broke my elbow. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> I, I am not ripped. I've seen ripped men. I have gone to the hill. I have seen the gun show. <laughs> and I was not admitted. <laughs> I was not admitted. I was. I had to pay seven bucks to get in. I had my ticket stamped. <laughs> and I sat in the court. No, fair enough. I mean, I see some of the girls that uh, lift at my gym. Because the girls that lift at my gym. Have I told you about my gym? <laughs> so, it's a it's a small gym. It's not like 24-hour fitness. Yeah. It's an industrial park. Mm-hmm. And it's specialized. That most of the women who go there are prepping for bikini contests. Oh. <laughs> and they, they, they prep for the... Um, like the muscle building bikini contest. Mm-hmm. So, these are all like strong women. There's a, there's a girl there... Tiny, petite, gorgeous, China doll looking woman who can pick up 315 pounds. Wow. <laughs> like three hers. <laughs> yes, three hers. Maybe three and a half hers. She's deadlifts, just from a stance. Just wow. 315 pounds. I'm just Impressive. like, whoa. I mean, that, you know, that's like my working weight. <laughs> and she just lifted it, she just picked it up. She just picked it up. So, yeah, there's. I work out with a bunch of people who are all very, very serious about it. Oh, okay then. Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> clearly, yeah. Oh, jeez. So it's it's weird when I try to put on, like, polo shirts and stuff, and I'm just like, but mm-hmm. <laughs> Burr, burr, burr. I yeah, I think, I think Duluth Trading has you covered there. But, like, now I'm like, I look at the numbers of the stuff I pick up, and I'm like, okay, that's a Ninja 500. I could pick up a Ninja 500 now. <laughs> Which would be useful if you're ever riding with Claire yeah. on his old XC. <laughs> I could just, it fell down, Claire. I got this. I got this. Stand back. Stand, <laughs> stand clear, miss. <laughs> Excuse me, Miss Claire. Hello. Just a moment. <laughs> just uh, mm, a little stretching. <laughs> Okay. Where would you like me to put this? Uh, just let me. Hang on. Pre-workout. <laughs> I gotta wait about five minutes. Hold on. There goes. Just, just a minute. Okay. You chuck you through the the bike into the dumpster. Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. And you broke yourself again doing it. I'm gonna I need to go to the hospital for the time. <laughs> that was the trip where the Buell was working and the chuck was broken. Doesn't that hurt? No, not yet. But we have to hurry. <laughs> we should really. We should ride fast. <laughs> it's gonna wear off soon. <laughs> Speaking of Claire's bike, yes, Claire's what? bike of 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 tall seat of tall seat origin. So we, you found the KSL. How did you find out about this? I just found it on KSL cause it was cruising you around. You found it on KSL cruising around looking for a sportster. <laughs> I was like, huh, that's a, that's odd. That looks, so this is a 2011 triumph tiger 800 XC loaded slash low miles. Okay. The 2011 tiger triumph tiger 800 XC cross country version with ABS. This is the dirt worthy version of the tiger 800. The XC has a 21 inch spoke front wheel allowing for more off-road ease and ability to take on the terrain. However, this bike is equally comfy on the road, which is mainly where I've ridden it. If you're looking for a dual purpose adventure bike that is affordable, here it is. Engine 800 CC triple does triple digits without trouble. Fuel economy an imaginary 50 plus miles per gallon based on speed. (laughs) I've hit mid sixties in the Colorado, right? And low 40s, blasting through the southern Utah desert. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Comes with grip heaters, 
fucking enormous, gigantic, ridiculously large 40-liter caribou pelican side cases. Also known as kickstands. Yes, which double as kickstands. Add-on windscreen lip. That's, for those who aren't paying attention, the windshield windshield. (laughs) Engine crash guards, Garmin GPS mount, GPS not included. (laughs) All maintenance done at Triumph of Utah because I am lazy and up to date. Uh, Kelly Blue Book no, values no, wow. values blah blah. He blah. even posted a picture of the Blue Book Valley. Yeah, yeah I I don't know, man. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Oh no, this is. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, this is Claire. He is nothing if not thorough. <laughs> uh, low retail sixty three hundred. Average retail eighty three hundred. He wanted seven thousand. Yeah, it's not a bad deal. Yeah, and you know the bike is well cared for. Uh, it's only been down twice that I know of. Test rides possible with M endorsement and asking price in cash. I hold license and cash. Mm-hmm. Hold license. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that be illegal to be driving without your license? Might be. Yeah. yeah. Officer Harker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we should just <laughs> ditch, <laughs> set him out in front of Claire Street. <laughs> <laughs> Pull over. I know you don't have a license. I read the ad. <laughs> it's a stakeout. <laughs> yes, so Claire's bike, available now. And you know what he's doing since he's getting rid of this Triumph Tiger. I think it's clear that he's going back to Cruiser World. Claire has reached an age where he can buy a Goldwing or a Harley Couch Glide, and I think the Couch Glide. The Couch Glide is the logical choice. No. No. No? No, he's buying a 2016 Triumph Tiger. Which is, that's like five more. (laughs) So, you know. He's buying the XRT, I think it is. Ah, so he's buying the the Street Tiger, which is closer to the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Closer to the ground. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking as a a, a picker-upper of Claire's and this bike. Okay. Have you, we've only picked it up that one time, right? Uh, yeah. Florida cases. Yeah, although, although he is occasionally, he occasionally needs help with his side stand because he can't reach it. <laughs> so I've heard. Without falling over. <laughs> he'll reach down and he'll start kicking and he'll go, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that makes me sad. Well, yeah, you know, if this is, this is a case of falling in love with the way the bike is in motion and just really, Kind of the same problem he had with the ST. As soon as it stopped, he's just, poor dude's just not big enough. Yeah. It's the same reason Jay sold his bandit and got the SV. Is, you know, he just got sick of freaking falling over at a stop. Well, hopefully the XRT won't, is, is a better fit for the man. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. He certainly loves the engine. Yeah, he, <laughs> it's funny how much he loves it. And, and how, I really don't. How, not, you're just so blase about it. It's, it's so boring. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's like it's more powerful than the Thruxton was, oh, God, but you know God. the same level of just like, you know when I was told what what would be a great fit for my sidecar uh, from Bob Work from Workshop who we'll have on the show pretty soon next week I think yeah I think so um, he suggested he said you know two things that are really easy to mount to great pushers cheap um, Harley Sportster and. Bonneville, and I'm like, uh, Bonneville. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. He's like, well, you know, they, they, I know they're they're you know they're not for everybody, but they're really good. You know, if you're not a Harley guy, I'm like, actually, the Sportster sounds kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> and having done some research online, you know what's really funny about Sportsters? What's really funny? Sportster guys refer to other Harley guys as the pirates. <laughs> Yeah. The other Harley guys are kind of, they kind of look down on the sports. Oh yeah. That's, that, that's the thing. The girl the other bike. Harley guys are like, Oh, it's this sportster guys. Girl bike. Sportster guys are like, yeah, all you do is wait until they look down at you and then you just smoke them at the stoplights. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would happen if you did get a sportster? And attach a hack to it. Yeah. And then what? I don't know. Well, I figured I'd get the 883 because it has lower gearing, which oh. is nice for a hack. Yeah. And then eventually I'd want to hop it up to a 1200. So what I need to do is get some bigger jugs and cylinders um, and some better heads. You know, like say from, I don't know, the deal in front of you and, you know, attach them and that would make it real powerful. What was it? Oh, uh, you, you can put you can put all sorts of Sportster 1200 engine parts uh-huh. on there. You know, yeah. you could take ones from a, a, a you know an aftermarket manufacturer or, or another Sportster or, or a, 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 um, you know, what? whatever. I'm sorry. 
The, the what? Well, a lot of guys say that, you know, the Buell parts are really good. And I could, I'm pretty sure I could find some for reasonable amount of money. Uh-huh. Money. Okay. You're, you're offering, you're paying, you're going to give money. I, I said, well, okay, a reasonable amount. Of, of sneaking something. around. <laughs> I'll shoot you. <laughs> of sneakiness. <laughs> I'll shoot you. I'll just, I'll put the other ones on it. Think of how, you will have the only Ulysses 883 in the world. That's good. How? Think of how fuel efficient it will be. 50 plus miles to the gallon. And why don't you keep it then? Well, because I got to push the sidecar around, don't I? I got to push me around. You're not fat anymore. You're all beefy and things. Muscles are heavy. You need... <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm just trying to. But I'm still kind of fat. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just find some like other... Pleasingly, pleasingly plump? I'll just find some other derelict Buell. I mean, come on. Oh, I wonder. If you is can find my one, old one. Is there still one up at Dead Buell Point, do you think? <laughs> no, that one was sold. <laughs> I watched that one drive away, exploding. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta go, I gotta go find the person who bought that. It's somewhere down in like Provo or I'm some sure shit. I'm sure they'll let it go for reasonable rates. <laughs> I don't know, that dude seemed, that guy was like dead set on fixing it up. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't need anything other than to stop exploding. Everything else was fine. Stop exploding and dying every 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. yeah. That's it. I mean, the exploding I could have lived with, but the dying every 45 minutes? <laughs> yeah, except every time you exploded, you'd lose power for a minute. For yeah, a few seconds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fine as long as I wasn't on an incline. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Start, 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 start. No, no, no. Why? That was good times. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess there's another bike that might be up for sale. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. So this is a 1983 vintage, mind you, KZ 1100 LTD. Vintage? That's what we're going to call it? Vintage. Yeah, 20, vintage. Well, it needs some work. 20 years old? That makes it vintage. Excuse me, it's 30 years old. 30 that years means old? it's real vintage. Not this fake vintage 90s crap. Oh, yeah. That you people it, banded it about. You know, old. this is like, you could buy this 30 year old bike. Oh, my God, I'm old. You're old, just roll with it. I, I am too. I, I feel it. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's 30 years old, but this is, this is, this thing is just like, it's so cool. You could be. So cool going to, uh, you know, uh, uh, coffee house, coffee house. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I like coffee for house. slam night yeah, for slam night mm-hmm. Yeah, in a, in a wax cotton jacket and, you know, like a three quarter helmet uh-huh. with, a, with uh-huh. a racing stripe on it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This even has racing stripes on it, by the way. Okay. What yeah. color is it? Uh, purple. Purple. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know an awful lot about this one. Well, you know, it's, it's the kind of bike that it grabs the eye. You know, you see it once and, you know, it's super cool. How many times have you seen it? Every time I walk in the garage. <laughs> yeah, so this is the, the KZ1100. This, this is the pusher. The old pusher. The pusher which do not, do not move, which has been variously in Texas and California over the years. So I'm not clear. You got it to run. Oh, it starts, if you pull out the choke, it starts up like, bam, easy. No problem. Okay. Um, but then you try to add any throttle at all, and it just dies. Okay. Um, Rob tells me that means almost certainly the idle circuit is clogged up with gunk. Okay. Which is because the idle circuit is the smallest one, right? It's 40 micron or whatever the things are. Micrometers. So how much work is that to clear? Um, for someone who has taken carbs apart, not very. It's, you know, a pipe cleaner and some carb cleaner and, you know, that. But okay. you have to take the rack of carbs out, which is not a great time. Okay. Um, and then take them apart, and it's lots of little fiddly bits. The nice thing about them is these carbs are McCoonies. They're they're CV carbs, so when you pull the bowl off the bottom, all the jets are right there. I mean, they're just like hanging out in space at that point, just like with the Ural. Okay. You want to change the jets on the Ural, drop the bottom, and just spin them in and out. Don't take the fucking carb off. Who cares? It's, be lazy. Okay. Enjoy it. But yeah, I just, you know, the amount of time that would take, that's still, you know, to do four of the carbs and make sure they're real clean, put it back together, start it up, find you missed one, repeat a few times is just, it like... Even if you replaced all the jets, it's like ten bucks tops. So why do you want to replace it? Uh, as opposed to just yeah, as opposed to just getting it run. Um, frankly, I just don't want to deal with a bike that's going to be. I'm going to constantly be dicking with. Okay. I'm that 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 part. So of So I'm going to buy is, a Harley because that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Think about think for a minute about a Sportster. Mm-hmm. It's a belt driven engine. Mm-hmm. Push rods. Um, hydraulically operated valves. Yep. 
I mean, the thing, and if I get one of the fuel injected ones, it's fuel injected. I mean, you yep. put gas and oil in it, and then you just fucking ride it. I mean, how much maintenance do you do on the Buell when it's not exploding? That's true. Gas, the, the oil, Buell's, done. It's over, right? The Buell has been nice that way. Gas, oil, rubber. End of sentence. Yeah. This the 1983. <laughs> that applies to my girlfriend. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> You're in so much trouble. I am. <laughs> You're in big trouble. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, like none of the stuff is hard to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I estimate like for 500 bucks, this bike could be made to be a really capable daily driver. But it's 500 bucks and like a whole bunch of weekends dicking with it. Yeah. And I just don't have, I, I don't want to spend my weekends doing that. I don't want to play with my kids. Okay. So yeah. Fortunately, I already found a sucker. You, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, who? Oh, uh, you know, uh, it's a figure in the motorcycle world. Nice. So is that like a done, done deal or? It's done for all intents and purposes. Nice. Yeah. So. Well, any idea when, uh, he'll come get it? I don't know. Or. Still figuring that out. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. He's got, he's got something he doesn't like very much and he's looking to get a better daily rider. All right. Well, so. very mysterious, but you know, mysterious. I'm looking at a new bike. Oh, really? I am. What's that? It's a 2007. Oh, okay. A motor kickle. A motor, 2007 motor kickle, 200cc. Ah, I've heard good things about these. Uh, one owner. Good. So good. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's been babied. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's a 2007 motor kickle. <laughs> this appears to be a Chinese Nighthawk clone in the back with, uh, is that the tailpiece from a TW? Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> And the front end of some sort of sport bike. Not as big a sport bike, a small sport bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the front end of a small sport bike, a Chinese uh, Nighthawk clone, mm-hmm. and the rear subframe of a T-Dub. And a duct-taped wrap seat. Well, yeah. Yeah, naturally, naturally, yes, a duct-taped wrap no seat. No gas cap. No gas cap. Well, you, you don't want to you know keep all the gas in. That slows it down. It's better airflow that way. Yeah, I'm sure there's nothing living in there. <laughs> Nothing large, anyway. I mean, look at the hole for the gas. Nothing big could get in that way. Well, it could have gotten bigger. Mm-hmm. Could have grown. Got him when it's small and lived off the gas, and now it's huge and mutated and weird and has tentacles. Yeah. Okay. Exactly like that. Okay. With yeah. big, sharp teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But for 350 bucks, you know. You can't, you can't lose. <laughs> Who could? I would almost say this was, because it's in a barn, a barn find. Uh-huh. But it just seems so weird that the, the one owner is The one owner is one a strange... Owner. For a bike that is clearly a complete piece of crap, the one owner is a very strange statement to make. One owner, and and they, <laughs> and they didn't take care of it. And many horrible things have <laughs> happened. They did unspeakable things to it. Uh, so good news on that, I guess. Good news. Yeah, this looks like like when uh, when the uh, when the crack house um, or the meth <laughs> when the meth lab stole one of the Utah Rider Ed trailers. Yeah. Um, this is like what that Buell would have looked like. They were so they had, they took all the bikes and they were getting ready to sell them and they had them you know out back still in the trailer with Utah Rider Ed written on the side of it because they're, they're so clever geniuses, that way. Yeah. Yeah, but they uh, they decided they would use the Buell blast to ride around on to run errands. That's how they got caught. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking, like, that's what the blast would have looked like after, you know, a, a few years with the meth house. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Yep. One owner. One owner. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. S- speaking of owners. <laughs> owners? Buell owners? Buell owners. Buell owners. Yeah. Lock your cylinders down. Todd's in the root area. So, so they're back, kind of. The, a lot more details have come out. So it's more kind of about EBR thought. and going back into production. They're having a party on the 18th, <clears throat> mm-hmm. a media event party. Yes. The, you got product, uh, production line tours, meet people. You're like, how can I get to Troy? Yeah, I'm like, I got one week to get to, to East Troy, Wisconsin. Hmm. How much is that going to cost me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can fly to Minneapolis pretty cheap from here. And then you just need some vehicle of some sort Someone to get to up pick there. Someone to pick me up. Someone to pick you up. <laughs> Listeners in the Twin Cities who want to go to the Troy event, you know. See me get arrested tackling Eric Buell. Yeah, just, you know, give Chuck a jingle. <laughs> Give us a gene. But yeah, so Eric is, and we've said this all along that Eric 
should be like a CTO, yes, a a designer, you engineer. Be clever, bike thing. Stay away from the money. There's a different CFO and CEO. Uh-huh. One of them's the the guy who owns the the liquidation. Mm-hmm. They, they, yep. The CEO was uh, EBR's old operations manager, which may or may not be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy who's controlling the money is the liquidation dude, which makes a degree of sense. They're going to be building RX and SX bikes. Uh They haven't said anything about the prices. At the same time as they start this media event next week, they're going to be starting an auction Mm -hmm. that I think they said would last a month for tooling, machinery, and parts that they're not going to use. Hmm. Um, So, like, but what else did they make other than RX and SX bikes? Or is this just, like, they're running one line and they're getting rid of the second line. Well, it sounds like they're going to try to do both. They're going to try to mm-hmm. do the RXs and the SXs. Yeah. Maybe it was like the AX stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you could buy the things to make your own AX. I don't know. Um, they're going to do a, a run for the year mm-hmm. while they're still looking for investors or, you know, capital. In a way, it kind of feels like, you know, they're, they're making the, bi- the business seem viable or be viable. Why they still look for a way to sell it off. Yeah, I can buy that. The things that have me scared about this, mm-hmm. they're not saying what the prices are, but they are saying they're aiming at the high end of a sports bike market. Uh-huh. And that could be anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've seen sport bikes go for like, yeah. <laughs> this, R- is, this is a market in which Ducati exists. I mean, when the RX was first introduced, it was $40,000. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, are they going to go back to that? Because no one's going to buy that shit. Well, well, <laughs> let's be fair. When it was less... People weren't... Weren't you know, buying it. Weren't not buying it as yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So I don't know that that matters as much. Um, other interesting thing is uh, they're going to have about a dozen employees hmm. versus the 170 they had... In their heyday. So they're going to be training these out really slowly then. Really slow. They think. said they're going to be hiring on more, but it, one thing they kept emphasizing is that they're going to be watching every dollar that goes up. Yeah. So, and I'm, I mean, they, they, they're turning down advertising. Mm-hmm. They don't want to pay for it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're trying to they're trying to run it as a super duper tight ship because, you know, they, I mean, when you don't sell that many bikes, your margin... There's a a base cost to run opening that factory and turning the lights on. There is word that they've gotten some deals that least started to ink with dealers. Um, I'd be majorly sketched out as a dealer. I I can't imagine. You know, the way it went the first time when EBR shut down, or the second time, the final time. (laughs) I I don't know. The most recent time. Yeah, some I've heard. You know, I've been watching the talk on some of the forums and some Mm -hmm. of the dealers. Said that, uh, like in Texas, I think EBR let their license to sell bikes or to, to mm-hmm. have their bikes approved in the state lapse. Hmm. So they'd have to get that going again. Really? Um, so I, I don't know. And I, I don't know if this new EBR keeps all the same paperwork as the old EBR as far as federal approvals and, and smog it's emissions the same and stuff. Bike and theoretically that stuff's been sold with it. So oh, I wonder if. Th- if they just have to renew it or don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of questions still. They're saying bikes will be done on the 17th. So Uh supposedly you will be able to see new bikes at the 18th when you're getting free food. Oh yeah. That's another thing. They're sending around free food at this thing on the 18th, Okay. which I was like, well, if you're watching every dollar, you know, you could just, you could charge someone two bucks. What about all the people who don't have jobs anymore? Can they come and get free food? (laughs) Well, it's a fair question. Under the circumstances. Oh, oh, that hurts. We're watching every dollar, notably you. Um, <laughs> th- that's the thing about this is this, this, this is, there's a, there's a, yeah, it's hard not to be cynical about this. It's extremely it's hard not really to be cynical hard. about this. Because really this, hard. this has, I'm with you. This has all the things of like, it's a totally real company for the love of God. Please buy it. Yeah. I mean, Please. why a, a, a company literally named Liquidations <laughs> Asset Liquidations? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that they're like, let's let's start making motorcycles. That sounds cool. Yeah, that sounds just, boss. I, I think, I, or it could be your theory of Eric Buell's the hypno tote. <laughs> 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 Must keep making Buells. <laughs> Eric, we're here to talk to you today about selling off. <laughs> All glory to the Buells. We must make Buells. Let's make more. 
EXs and RXs <laughs> or SXs or whatever the hell they're called. <laughs> Let's just make more. That sounds good. We should make more. We yes. should make more. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. There's, oh, there's, they did even, they, uh, also, uh, addressed the existing EBR owners mm-hmm. saying, we're not going to warranty your stuff. Oh, but. We're looking into options where we can maybe get a third party to do it. But we don't want to pay for it, is what was left unsaid. Yeah. Uh, but how, how does a third party warranty for a, a, a it made me think of those, work? It made me think of those things like, you know, you get into mail where you extend your vehicle warranty through us. Oh, or the phone call. Yes. Your vehicle's warranty is currently in danger. And yeah. I'm like, maybe they're going to get a company like that to do it. I, yeah, but like, what, but that's the thing. What's that company going to do? I need to get a new part. Okay. You can buy it. Where do I buy it? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if they're, if they're cranking up building bikes again, then maybe they're cranking their up suppliers parts. have to be making at least a couple. Yeah. I suppose. I, I, you know, I heard when EBR shuttered that they, they were like destroying parts or selling them off real mm-hmm. cheap, but. You know, not that supposedly coming back, mm. they have to have a supply line. Yeah. <laughs> can, <laughs> it's really weird, man. No one saw this strange. coming. No one saw this coming. Oh, this is, this is really if that weird. other guy had won the auction, everyone would have been like... Like, yeah, okay, it's actually back, and he's CFO. Right. He could have been, like, doing this exact... Everything, wording yeah. exactly the wording same. Wording the same. If and it had been him, everyone would have like, yay! He's going to try. He might fail horribly, but he'll try. Yeah. But this group, I mean, you're, they're like, we love America and we love motorcycles. Come on down to Crazy Eric's and buy us. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, I just totally pictured Eric Beals. <laughs> Crazy Eric. <laughs> Crazy Eric back. <laughs> we go fast back. <laughs> If I don't sell two RXs in the next three days, (laughs) I'm shooting my dog. I'm going to club this baby seal. (laughs) I'm sorry, Fuzzy. The people had spoken. I don't know, man. It's just, it's so weird. It feels so sketchy. There's, and and, and you, I kind of hope there's like the, the Eric Buell movie part two. To explain all the weirdness. Oh, though, oh, we need to call those guys. Yeah. Because they released, I think those are the guys who released a video saying, this is us doing some prep work for an EBR commercial. Uh-huh. And it was just a line of EBRXs, SXs, and uh-huh. for some reason a Corvette. Like, Cause doing reason. Cur- America, America is why. And I'm like, what the f- What? I mean, Bizarro like, world. <laughs> how are they doing? I mean. Uh, How? Uh, uh, he's he's got a Eric's got a monkey's paw on his key ring. Yeah, <laughs> could be. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's there's in the back of the factory. There's the room you don't go in because that's where the strange circles are drawn on the ground. He's got a like a golden box that opens uh, up. The, the and chains elder fly out. The elder god Beulathotep <laughs> <laughs> appears there. <laughs> no, not yet. We're working on it. <laughs> I, I say everyone when all this news is coming out is like, oh, we're starting back up. Like two seconds go by. What about that AX? You guys gonna work on that? That'd be really nice. We'd love to have an AX right now. <laughs> We'd buy that. We'd buy that for money. Totally. <laughs> I totally got money right now. You really put some down for an order? No. <laughs> Crickets. Crickets. <laughs> but there are people who will buy these bikes. I know it. Well, you know, that's the thing. Is the I want to buy a bike. The bike is really cool. There's no doubt about it. And then it'll be really cool until all of a sudden it's not. A KZ I have, mm-hmm. that thing was really freaking cool when it was new that was like the chick magnet of chick magnets and you know what then it wasn't <laughs> the difference being you could still get parts for the KZ. yeah <laughs> there's still somebody turning out bits and pieces for that because there's still a fair number of them on the road and there's a lot of people with them i mean you know i'm i'm it, it's not fair you're getting a new bike mm-hmm. yep i am claire's getting a new bike 
Well, mine will be new-ish, you know. Where's my new bike? I don't know. You know what you need is you need a you need a Ulysses eight eighty three. That'll be like a brand new bike. <laughs> I'll stab you. Like you. a whole new bike. I will stab. I'll you. even help you remap your fueling. Would ya? Yeah. Wow. I'm a good friend. That's boss. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, how am I looking at Busas? Yeah, I've yeah. been trolling kids. I still know where Busas. the barn one is. How much does he want for it? I don't know. I don't think much. Does it run? Mm, that's questionable. <laughs> is there something living in the gas tank? Not likely. <laughs> not not making me. But feel I think good. that's I think that's what Cat's trying to prevent is that she does not want there to be raccoons living in the airbox. Mm-hmm. She sees that as a bad fate for a cool bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I'm seeing boosts going for like seven to fourteen on KSL. And this is an old 2002, so they're you know be probably less than that. Yeah, yeah. but you know. In Bountiful, there's still an SX for sale. Just remember the important thing, though. If you got a Hayabusa, you have to repaint it, and you have to make sure that the kanji says hot soup. <laughs> because hot. how awesome would that be? It's not going to say hot soup. It's going to say hot soup. No, it's not. Hot it's, soup. It's going to say Xeon. I am now someday going to have a bike with hot soup for kanji. I support you having a bike that says hot soup. <laughs> I'm all. I'm behind that. <laughs> You'll even help me get it right. <laughs> jo- Jonathan has already painted my busa. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> I am going to mount a red light right in the middle of that fucker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On the front. On the front, where it's completely illegal. Park will be standing at the end of your thing. <laughs> You're going to come out of the garage. Pull over, Chuck. No. Don't want to. Where did you get that? <laughs> Places. <laughs> I gotta go. My people need me. <laughs> My own planet needs me. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's actually why I keep thinking about my dream sidecar. Cop bike with the white, you know, mm-hmm. sidecar. old PA. Because it'll already be wired for PA. All I need to do is retach pieces. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I, I I I don't know. I mean, I'm saving up. I, I'm mm-hmm. I keep looking in the bike fund and mm-hmm. seeing what I can afford. Mm-hmm. You know, an old Ninja, old Busa. I don't know why, but I feel like my next bike should be like a big old rocket of some sort. Some sort of sporty, some sort of crotch rocket. Crotch. I know it's a, it's a bullet bike. Charge. Bullet bike. Rice, bullet bike. Rice burner. I had a friend who rode a bullet bike, and they went too fast, and then I got hurt, and crashed into another thing. I already and got my Corona tank top uh-huh. that I can barely fit in. Uh-huh. My backwards ball, ball uh-huh. camp. Yeah, yeah. And my flip flaps. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to find a store that sells leather vests. And my, my airbag vest. The Helites, they've got, they were posting pictures of their leather version of the airbag vest. Yeah, I don't want to, I can't afford a Helite leather vest. <laughs> I'm going to buy a bike. My, my goal is I don't want another bike load. That's what I'm shooting for. So, okay. you know, I'm. Yeah, you do need a leather vest. You need chaps. Mm-hmm. Well, you got chaps. Uh, I have chaps. Oh, I, you know, I'm not giving those away. Okay, so you need uh, chaps. You, you need, need chaps. Vest. Yeah, yeah. Fringe. Yeah, well, I was figuring maybe what I'd do is I'd get like the vest with all the fringe on it mm-hmm. and the chaps with all the fringe on them. That would cover my fringe. Okay. Means, yeah. You know, I don't need much more fringe. And don't wear there, any, right? anything under it. No, why would you? Except for maybe a yellow banana hammock? <laughs> yeah, well, at least you gotta have, you gotta have something. You know, decency. Yeah, common decency. Common decency. But you don't want much more than that or you just can't flow any air. <laughs> you hurt your aerodynamics. Yeah, your aerodynamics just go your right to hell. Performance goes. <laughs> performance of a <laughs> banana hammock. Performance of a sportster where they oh, pop them up. God, I've got it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the funny thing reading the sportster forms is these guys, these guys go to great lengths to get more power, but you like, I have to, I have to not look at the numbers that they quote because they're like, yeah, I think I'm getting like 95 horses and, you know, like 65 foot pounds of torque. And I'm like, don't think about it. 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 What, what's the stock numbers for a sport? For the stock numbers for a small sport is like 40 and 40, give or take. Or no, it, actually it might be 50 and it's like 50 something. And they, they're getting 90. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. upping it to the 1200 and so forth. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I mean, the things that, the thing, no matter what, will be a torque monster. Like mm-hmm. from zero, you know, like the Buell's engine. From zero, it's like, hi, wham. Okay. For a minute, I was like thinking back to the old uh, V6 
Mustang guys are like, yeah, I added all this, you know, an air cleaner to I got 20 horsepower out of that. Mm-hmm. Change yeah. the cold air. Induction. I think there's a degree of that. Cold air induction gave me a good 15. I'm like, I'm like looking at the Strom and I'm like, don't think about it. Stop thinking about the numbers. The numbers don't matter. You need something that's going to push the sidecar comfortably. God damn it. Stop thinking about the numbers. Cause you know, Strom, uh, let's see, $3 in transistors and, uh, $5 in connectors and like 30 cents in wires and 15 horsepower. Mm-hmm. By making the top gear actually fully fueled. I thought you were happy with the Strom. I am. I already did that. See, I would, I'm not worried about that. I would start worrying if you were looking at the Buell and like muttering to yourself. <laughs> so if that comes off, those. You're like drawing on the side with the marker. God, are you measuring that? No, no. <laughs> Why are you watching me punch in the garage code? <laughs> what are you doing? Stop. Why are you, are you training my dog to open the garage door? <laughs> Good luck. Bella, oh, Bella. <laughs> I say this and I think of your dog and I'm, I'm trying to imagine your dog jumping and it's just not happening. <laughs> Chuck's dog, which looks like a barrel with four <laughs> toothpicks on the bottom of it. You took a beer can and you put four toothpicks in the bottom of it. That is roughly the shape of Chuck's dog. Oh, I just imagine you training her. <laughs> okay, now you're going to do this. Yeah, that's right. Lie on the ground. Look really tired. Good dog. Just roll over and sleep now. Nice way to fart. <laughs> Here's a treat. <laughs> well done. Damn it. Like maybe I can train the smaller dog to get on top of the bigger <laughs> That's dog. Thing. I train the small dog to get on top of the big dog and open the garage. Yeah, I train them when I jingle a bell, the big dog goes and falls asleep underneath the garage switch. And the little dog jumps off of him her, and hits the button. And then I can come in and steal all the parts and I'll take them for a walk and they'll love me forever. Uh, you turn around and the little dog's holding a knife. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because it turns out he likes murder. <laughs> he's a miniature schnauzer. He likes barking and murder of small furry things. That's, yeah, and when that's kind of breed standard, man. You know, and he's, he's standing on top of the big dog, so you might look a little smaller. <laughs> I'm huge! <laughs> Onward, faithful steed. I'm in charge of everything now. <laughs> Quick, we have to bleed it. <laughs> Before it gets out of the garage. <laughs> I just come home, there's this giant pool of blood on him. Be like, what? <laughs> Dude, some flip-flops in the middle. That's weird. That's really weird. Oh, well. Besides, that's totally unrealistic. It wouldn't be flip flops. No, Bella chew the shit out of us. <laughs> She'd be still chewing on them. All right, listeners, wrote us mail. We got, yeah, we got some letters. Yep. Ike writes, I've been into podcasts since they first emerged. When is that? Uh, before it was cool. I've been obsessed with motorcycles my entire <laughs> life, and I've been riding motorcycles for about 10 years now. Hipster. But it wasn't until a few days ago that I started to look for motorcycle podcasts. Why didn't I think of this sooner? I know, palm meat forehead. So I perused the offerings in iTunes and sampled a few. Law-abiding biker, The Never Pace. Heard of them. A radio show where the host laughed awkwardly every 10 seconds. Was that us? <laughs> One or two other forgettable <laughs> ones. Lab and The Pace were both well-produced shows with a lot of info and mildly entertaining, but not a perfect fit because I'm a giant goober. While skimming through a list compiled by Tom Schwab on Olympia Gloves, which was made up of all the motorcycle podcasts, because there's like six of us, I came across <laughs> your podcast. I was drawn in by the name and stayed because of the opening false start banter. I must say, you two put on a fantastic podcast. Thank you. Even if I wasn't such a motorcycle geek, is that a thing? Oh, I yeah. Think, I think that's fairly well trodden at this point. Have you listened to Tom? With multi-thousand listeners. Yeah. We, oh, my God. There are totally motorcycle geeks. I would totally enjoy your show. It's informative, humorous, entertaining, and just a great waste of time. I mean that last one in a good way. So I wanted to drop a line and let you guys know that you just picked up a new subscriber. Keep up the good work, guys. P.S. Yes, I live in Texas. No, I don't want to buy and operate Texas sidecar. Take that the pace. Yeah. <laughs> Although Jorge, one of our listeners, was asking, he's like, where, where is Texas sidecar? Uh, it's, uh, it's, it, Te- it's in Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. It's in Texas. Mm-hmm. Yep. Texas. Texas. Yeah. Texas. Yep. Lloyd wrote, Wait. Chuck, it's not too late to own a sport bike. Yes! Several manufacturers are coming out with full or near full-powered standards. BMW S1000R and the Aprilia Tuono spring to mind. I'm 51 years old. Inside, I want to own at least one full-on performance bike before I die <laughs> next year. <laughs> so I went out and put a deposit down on a KTM 1290 Super Duke. Arr. 
In the past, I've restricted myself to sensible motorcycles, like a Buell Ulysses. That I felt would be easy to fix, like a Buell Ulysses, and find parts for, like, like a Buell Ulysses. Ulysses. <laughs> that could be the biggest mistake I've ever made bike-wise, because Buell Ulysses. <laughs> but what the heck, you've got to live a little, right? So don't give up hope. <laughs> Just because you're old, Chuck, doesn't mean you can't have a sport bike. You need something like the S1000R that has a little light that flashes and says, Act your age. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll put the actor age. Well, duckhead on top of that. Actor age. No. <laughs> actor age. No. I'll have you know the duckhead is not on top of anything. The duckhead is plugging a hole in the ferry. Well, on the S1000R, it would be on top of the light. <laughs> actor age. <laughs> actor age. I don't need a bike to tell me that. Actor age. I got plenty of things. I've got. But all the. All the modern, yeah, so you're kind of going to end up with an older one because all the modern, like, super duper bikes all have the act your age system. Oh, yeah. But you can turn those off, can't you? I think so. For the most, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they'll kick back on if they feel like, you know, you're. Or there's got to be ways on the forum to short circuit them. <laughs> Come on, people Chuck, must have figured these this aren't out. These are strong people. <laughs> People must have figured this out. These are the people. There's got to be like one or two in every form. Yeah, that's true. I suppose so. One one nerd is like, yeah, you just one guy is like, what you do is just pin three and seven. Paper clip in here and pee on it. (laughs) Dealer mode. Little cloud of smoke. You're fine. Yeah, you're good. You just don't don't ever take it back. Two Molex connectors and a transistor and a resistor. So you put them in like this. Wave fond farewell to your warranty. (laughs) (laughs) Well, come on. Let's be honest. Any bike you get, I'm going to want to see. And as soon as I get close enough to actually see the bike, <laughs> this warranty is basically voided. Oh, I, sh- I should mention that. It's in the same city as the Strom. You don't get to – if you buy a Sportster, uh-huh. you don't get to see the Buell anymore. <laughs> sure do. Ever. All the time. No. Hello, Buell. I'm going to find a garage <laughs> and rent space. <laughs> I just tell one of my neighbors, oh, my girlfriend says I can't have this bike here, so I got I – got, that I didn't. Mm. If you see this dude anywhere, <laughs> call immediately. <laughs> and then you'll put the Ulysses away and you'll close the door and then out of the shadows on the ceiling, I'll just do the thing where I flip down and drop silently to the ground. <laughs> well, I'm sure that'll be the plan. Bad decisions. And then you'll call me. <laughs> I heard it myself. Where are you? I'm in your secret stash. I'm in your secret garage. I heard myself. <laughs> no, not the one with the porn. Oh, the Buell. <laughs> the Buell garage. Damn it. Not the porn storage unit. <laughs> I'll just find you in a crumpled pile. <laughs> with one with one cylinder already on. <laughs> How did you even... You're, like, still six feet away from the Buell, <laughs> clutching one. one of the cylinders. <laughs> I just need one. <laughs> I'm spray you with water like a dog. No. Bad Todd, no. Oh. No. What are you doing in here? Is that a wrench? <laughs> How did you even get that in there? All right. All right. Tommy wrote, About a week ago, I finally realized that I didn't need a goddamn iPhone to listen to podcasts. Congratulations. So I rediscovered you guys and have been working through the archives while I'm in the shop. I just thought I'd let you guys know the ultimate touring bike is the ZX-14. You guys mentioned Boosas and about setting them up on tour. My older brother, who knows Chuck apparently, myself and some friends, take a ride every year on ZX-14s. His older brother was my first pimp in Utah. Really? Yeah, first IT pimp. Oh, okay then. Oh, I, yeah. I've ridden with him a couple times up the canyons. Hmm. Nice, really nice guy. Usually in the neighborhood of 1,000 to 1,500 miles in about a week. We are just gearing up to go again next week, actually. The moral of the story, giant hyper bikes like that are fucking amazing on long rides. Tons of room to strap all your shit. Hello in protection and a stupid amount of power. Effortless at ridiculous speeds for days at a time. The email turned out pretty long. Maybe you should just have me on the show sometime. I like beer and motorcycles and live in Salt Lake. Sounds right up your alley. I'll email you some pictures of these bitches all geared up, too. Thanks for the show. Glad you're still at it, Tommy. P.S. Chuck, the Z1000 is a good choice for that naked sport bike you're looking for. Hell, you can ride mine. Now, the weird thing was, he sent us a bunch of pictures of motorcycles when I clearly thought he was going to send us pictures of girls. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so you don't know invite him to the show. <laughs> no, I think we should totally invite him. And you can go out and you can look at his ZX14. 
And you can make sure you keep looking at the ZX-14 for a good long time. I have questions. (laughs) No, it'll be great. No, the ZX-14 is right there around that corner. Out of sight, Chuck. What's that one store where you can buy bear traps? (laughs) Yeah. Something Ranch. Mm -hmm. They have one in uh, Happy Mm -hmm. Valley. And mm-hmm. oh, there and there's one up by my girlfriend's dad. Oh, Cal know. Ranch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, bear traps. Mm-hmm. They sell bear traps. Oh, that's good. Like modern, full size, kill you bear traps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cheap. Mm. <laughs> Real cheap. <laughs> yeah, I'll just put a Twinkie on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go look at your bike tire. <laughs> <laughs> Come in, you're missing an arm holding two heads. You say that like I don't have a Mission Impossible rope set up that I can lower myself from the ceiling on. Well, I know you will. <laughs> Sooner or later, I'll get hungry. Because <laughs> I'll have beers with me, because I'll be working in the garage. <laughs> Sooner or later, I'll get hungry and forget. Yeah, there's a tweaky. <laughs> you come in, bleeding, holding two heads. <laughs> How did you... <laughs> Would you just stop... <laughs> Never. <laughs> what have you learned, Todd? I've learned that I need to come up with a lot sneakier approach to that Buell. <laughs> what have you learned? <sighs> I'm going to miss you when you're gone. That's all we got time for this week. Until next time, I'm Todd. And I'm Chuck. Ride safe, everyone. We'll see you next week. Wheel Nerds is brought to you by Helite Motorsports, makers of the airbag vest, which both the Wheel Nerds proudly wear. Also, we're brought to you by AltRider.com, makers and outfitters of adventure gear for your motorcycles. You can contact us at wheelnerds at gmail.com or leave us a message at area code 801-917-4136. Record an intro for our show of you and your bike, and maybe it'll be on a future show. Stickers and other merchandise is available at our website, www.wheelnerds.com. If you use iTunes or Stitcher, please leave a review for us. Hell, write our URL on bathroom walls if it helps. If you like this podcast, you can find more like it at wheelnerds.com. This has been a Wheelnerds production, all rights reserved. Readings from other sources are the property of their respective owners and are used with satirical intent.